0: Hello and welcome to Switchbacks, a travel podcast where we reflect on our year visiting all 59 U.S. national parks.
1: Whether you're planning to visit your very first park or you bleed gray and green, we're here to share our insights on exploring, understanding, and loving America's best idea.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Today, we're sharing our ultimate international long haul packing list for our upcoming three and a half month trip abroad. Cole. Elizabeth. Um, I hope our podcast is not too echoey today, because our apartment is almost empty.
1: Ooh, yes it is.
0: We will see how the quality of the sound is. We've
1: been moving out over the the last few weeks, just taking loads uh, into storage one at a time, and storage meaning Elizabeth's parents' house.
0: Yeah, they're the best.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know the other sign that I um, can tell we're ready to start traveling together?
0: Um, no.
1: Are insults of each other are getting better? You said, you look so cute with those glasses on. They hide your face a little more.
0: And and I, I think it was a little better insult than that. <laughs> I think you butchered it.
1: Well, I just noticed today for the first time that you have really big block feet. <laughs> I can't so wait to spend, that.
0: I can't wait to spend three and a half months.
1: No, sorry. They're not really big. They're still really pretty tiny, to but you. they're, um,
0: they're very narrow actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're surprisingly, maybe it's just not wide at the top. Um, maybe it's, you know, wider at the bottom. Not sure. I'd have to compare, but maybe the fact is they're just like. Nice little blocks.
0: Maybe my toes are proportional and slant perfectly, consistently downward, and don't jut up like, like crazy, like yours do.
1: <laughs> Ooh, good one, bird. Okay, <laughs> this is going downhill fast. Uh, so, it is. this is. Uh, I want to introduce my favorite topic: um, packing for these trips. I just love it. I pack um, a year in advance, and it's, uh, you know, I plan everything down in the final detail.
0: Are you guys buying this? (laughs) Cole started thinking about his packing list today. Which
1: is six days earlier than I normally plan for a trip that is a week out.
0: And we are leaving in, what, seven days? Right. About seven days. And so he usually, yeah, you are, you're about six days ahead of the game. So very proud of you. Good job. Um, I'm the one who normally thinks through things ahead of time. Lots of details go into this, lots of thought, lots of intention. Um, And so today I thought we would put together just in podcast form and also in post blog post form, um, our packing list that we've been honing over the last two years or so during 10 different international trips that we've taken um,
1: since our trip to the s- national parks since
0: our national parks trip when we were in a car <laughs> international trips are a little different we're, we're big light packers we travel really lightly um, we try to take as little as possible to still you know get the job done no um, checked baggage no Only we've never checked on. a bag before
1: yeah Which is great. Number one, you don't have to worry about losing anything. Number two, the uh, time at the airport goes a lot quicker when you can just carry the things on your back. And number three, you can avoid the uh, extra fees that come with checking bags. It's not just the budget airlines like Spirit or Ryanair that do... Uh, extra fees for checked bags anymore now, even places like United for their most basic economy fare, which obviously that is the name of our game, is uh, (laughs) those fares even don't come with a checked bag.
0: Well, are are you talking about their basic fare that doesn't even come with a a carry-on? That too. Yeah. So yeah.
1: So sometimes we just keep it to a personal item.
0: It's always beneficial to travel lightly, and we've taken over these trips. We've taken a couple of trips where we've been able to fit everything into a personal item, like a small backpack. Um, but these, this list today that we're going to be talking about fits more for like one carry-on and one personal item per person.
1: All right. So let's get into first a little bit more of the. Uh, rationale and tips of our packing philosophy meaning yes. Elizabeth's packing philosophy <laughs> so, so we'll see
0: yeah so a few considerations to make right off the bat right off the bat is um, where are you going what is the climate going to be like and what are your activities going to be like so I like I do this really analytical and technical and I actually count out the number of days on the trip that I think will be, Um, traveling, like on a bus or a train or a a plane, Um, days that will be like city touring, where we might want to look a little bit cuter and not as grubby, Um, days that we are hiking, so strictly athletic wear, Um, and that was it for this trip. And our last consideration was days that will be like on safari and, and extra grubby.
1: And I plan out the number of times I might be likely to drip ice cream on my shirt and then pack uh, those shirts accordingly.
0: Okay, whatever. So that is not part of my formula. Um, I guess I'm just neater. <laughs> um, so we You wear a bib. After I count up the number of days and then I look at my you know then I look at my wardrobe and make sure that the ratio of like cute clothes to athletic clothes, is fits that that formula so that's just part of my consideration the next um also climate so we talked about looking at your climate the climate of where you're going look up average temperatures um, things like that we personally this trip that we're taking over the next three and a half months is going to vary from about 40 degrees at the, at the coldest to upwards of about 100 degrees um, so we had to take we had to keep that in mind too as far as Packing the right layers and making sure we had enough clothes for all of those temperatures.
1: Also, make sure you're bringing clothes to fit into the culture you're going into. Like when you go to the beaches in Europe, you got to bring a Speedo.
0: <laughs> I, or when you're going to the temples... The temples in Thailand, like we did, you need to cover your shoulders. That would be an actual tip. <laughs> Cole's just here for the the commentary.
1: Oh, you noticed?
0: <laughs> okay. So, anything I anything else I missed? I might. I'll probably think of some other considerations as we go along. Um, but yeah, I think we should maybe get into our actual list, and we'll we'll try to, you know be universal in our tips um, but keep in mind our perspective is that we hike a lot we do a lot of um, more casual athletic sort of activities and we also um, you know don't i don't wear bring a lot of hair products or makeup or things like that we are pretty um, minimalist when it comes to packing so your list will probably vary quite a bit but with all of that in mind we also like to be prepared We also have a lot of backup stuff, just in case. Um, So I think this list will cover a lot of those bases as well.
1: Don't forget the bronzer. You know, <laughs>
0: what is that comment for? I'm...
1: No, you you, you, know, you remember a few days ago when I literally thought bronzer was
0: was sunscreen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like... Who who are we talking we were talking to my friends, right? Right. We took a poll of all the men. None of them knew what bronzer was.
1: Apparently it's like a spray that you it's spray. not
0: no, wrong. <laughs> Dang it.
1: Uh, a, I forgot what it was powder. already. It's oh, powder and yeah. it makes
0: you look tanner. It's it's just like a, you know, bronzer it literally does it makes you bronzer
1: I thought it was a weak sunscreen that filtered out (laughs) filtered out enough sun to keep you from getting burnt but still allowed you to get bronze that's (laughs) that's not it I
0: guess Cole didn't plan this list okay so here let's get into it we have five categories first is important stuff second is clothes then toiletries supplies and then last technology um and in our actual post, we're going to, to um, post links to these items when it's possible. But keep in mind that um, our we didn't go out and buy a whole bunch of new stuff. And I definitely don't re- recommend that you do that either. Um, go based on your current wardrobe, your current technology gear and add a couple things along the way. But you you remember that you do not have to go out and buy a whole bunch of stuff for any any trip. You can usually adapt what you already have.
1: And if you are in a place and you find out that you really need something, you know, maybe you were on the fence about bringing it, left it behind, I would say always err on the side of leaving things behind. But if you get caught and you really wish you had it, uh, you can always buy things in the place where you're going. Just don't forget that. They are places that are inhabited by other people. So, uh, And you can make it some fun you know, different version that you might not be able to get here in the States.
0: Definitely. So first, before we actually talk about our first category, we're going to talk about bags because this is kind of, this brings it all together. Um, so the two bags that we are bringing that we have brought on trips like this before, we have one Osprey 40 liter duffel backpack. Um, and we actually won this in like a raffle, not a raffle. It was like a an door, prize. Audi- door prize for, yeah. um, uh, we went to a backpacker get out more tour event and K- back in Kansas City um, and so it's I think it's like a limited edition but I'll link one that's similar um, that you can get on Amazon I really like the fact that it's a duffel bag too so that um, when you're you open it up you can see all of your stuff and as opposed to a backpack you don't have to shove stuff into the depths and then it gets all wrinkled and and um, terrible so <laughs> hard to find um, so this this backpack is Uh, slash duffel bag is really handy and it holds quite a bit and it's really sturdy also
1: the other bag we're bringing is a camelback 24 liter pursuit backpack Uh, and ironically we didn't buy this one either we won it on the price is right so if you want to hear that dramatic story that's also on our blog but um it holds up really well uh, carries really well and fits a lot more than just 24 liters of stuff inside, so that's a great option for actually having a belted backpack when you're hiking or just walking a lot around the cities uh, in between stops.
0: And it does look significantly smaller than those big ones that you see backpackers using um, that are like 65 liters or something. Those sometimes a lot of, I mean, those are usually not able to be carried on this one definitely looks like it it's it could be a carry-on so it's good um the day packs that we use we use we use uh two packable day packs that fold up um if you don't need them and they're each 20 liters so we have two we've used one for the last like literally 10 trips that we've taken and we've taken it everywhere hiking and through cities and Everywhere it fits two big water bottles on either side. Um, it's really sturdy but super lightweight, and it's held up through all of our trips.
1: Yeah, it packs down to about the size of a large wallet, I would say. Maybe two large wallets. <laughs> I mean, my large wallet, since it's got so much cash inside.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, they make. I shouldn't,
1: I shouldn't uh, say that when I'm traveling.
0: These make really good. Um, purse make really good personal items for the plane, too um, I usually have my so that the last bag that we're bringing is a Crossbody purse that I have that's my bag of choice when we're walking through cities most of the time Cole usually has the day pack and I usually have the crossbody bag with all of our most important information I just like having it close to my body um, for security reasons and I can put this just inside my day pack for bringing on the plane so I can expand my room a little bit. Um, But yeah, the last bag would be that crossbody purse that I really like, basic black purse.
1: And all that stuff it holds, all that important stuff, brings us to our next section of items, uh, the really important basics for almost any international trip. So we're talking like your passport, obviously a passport holder. I really like having a... um, you know, just a cover on your passport because if it does get damaged or, like, beat up, uh, if it gets too beat up, you can't use it anymore. So uh, that's very rare, but good to treat it kindly. Uh, It does a lot for you.
0: It's a a situation where it's good to have something that's that exact size. Um, So it's helpful, and it also usually has other slots for uh, things like your secondary ID, like a driver's license. Um, Also, cash, I would recommend variety of small but some small bills for tipping and whatnot Um, a couple different types of credit cards most most widely accepted are visa mastercard um, and always have one debit card for withdrawing from an atm we usually do this in a new country rather than exchange cash Um, we just put our debit card in we usually have to pay like a five to ten dollar um, Withdraw fee, so we, we get usually get a lot of cash when we get um, when we go to an ATM. Um, but it's usually cheaper than the money exchange.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's um, yeah, straight from the ATM is easier and cheaper. Uh, Passport size photos to go along with that for any visas you might need. Um, also, yellow vac- vaccine card or a yellow fever vaccination card. If you're visiting specific countries especially in Africa that require you to have that Uh, I actually forgot mine when I was going to Nigeria most recently and I was holding up the whole line behind me it was a really stressful couple minutes and eventually you know there were just people all around bustling and eventually the lady kept saying okay what are we gonna do about this what are we gonna and I, I said I don't know can you just let me through uh, cuz I had gotten the visa and everything uh, with the original proof of the card anyway long story short she was saying what what can we do about this meaning I needed to pay her a little bribe to grease the wheels so uh, did that first bribe I paid which was fun and um (laughs) sounds terrifying now i have my yellow fever card again and i actually found the old one so i have two one to spare if anybody wants one
0: you're terrible (laughs) (laughs) so good to just have it with you um also any printed reservations and booking numbers and things like that that you need we're like bus tickets that you buy ahead of time that kind of stuff that you need in print um, that I usually just slip right in there in my purse. Um, it fits nicely. And then I also always have a small notebook with written down reservation information, confirmation numbers, contact information for your hotels, car rentals, tours, flights, everything just as a backup. We, we usually screenshot things on our phone too. Um, another thing to have in mind that we will have this time is um, the address and contact information for the. US embassies and all the countries you're visiting. It's just it's just kind of a peace of mind thing that takes up no space. Um, it's always good to have. And also other important numbers like your library card number. This is something I sometimes forget, but if you are um, if you have a library card that you check out audiobooks or audiobooks and um, e-reader books, Um, ebooks I guess uh, from an online source like your online library then it's good to have your library card number abroad
1: nothing like the local library at your fingertips on the other side of the world and
0: you might forget it so it's always good to have and that's something you can also just take a picture with your phone and have it stored on there as well
1: yeah I don't think I've ever seen you with that small notebook Do do you keep it hidden or something
0: we, no, I've, I usually, well, sometimes I write it on a piece of paper, but okay. I always write stuff. To, I always write down all of the um, flight numbers and all of the reservation numbers. And sometimes I just have it like on a piece of paper that's in my wallet. But this trip, I'm going to have an actual small notebook.
1: Yeah. I always write it,
0: it down in two places. Like we always usually have it on our phones, screenshotted so we don't have to use the internet to get them, and then also written down on a piece of paper.
1: So, my main tip for packing is, in reality, all you need is a travel partner who is a thousand times more organized and better at planning than you.
0: Good tip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about clothes. So, the, a couple of tips, a couple, a couple of general tips, um, regardless of where you're traveling, it's always, it always helps to, to have one neutral uh, color scheme for your clothes. So... For short trips you can you know it's fun to mix in like an outfit a fun print or two for your outfits um, but for this longer trip almost all of my clothes are very neutral and um, because ha- over half of our trip is happening in Africa it's very earth tony so lots of beiges and and light grays and light greens and 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 uh, colors like that so it's not the most Pastels. exciting. No, no. <laughs> um, the other thing, so with neutrality, um, I like to have every single top match just about every single bottom um, so that you have lots of options for clothing. It also helps a lot to limit the number of shoes you bring. Um, you'll never regret bringing too few pairs of shoes. You will prob- you could definitely regret too- bringing too many pairs of shoes. Um, So my go-to is like one pair of day hikers, hiking shoes um, that are sturdy, that you can wear in cities or for hiking, and then one pair of like sports sandals, like Tevas or Chacos that are really sturdy, but also can look a little bit cuter for dressing them up.
1: And I can chime in here that I used to have Chacos, but I never liked bringing them uh, on international trips because they're so heavy, they take up so much room, and the last pair I got just rubbed my feet to crap. So um, I, Elizabeth finally convinced me to get Tevas, and I love them now. They're you know m- more. Um, I mean they're just as sturdy, really. They're a little thinner, but they're also uh, Half much the lighter and and cheaper. So anyway, I'm I'm converted.
0: Good. We'll see how it goes on the trip. I'm sure it'll hold up pretty well. Um, lastly, I think this is the last clothing tip. Every item should have a, a sort of, um, should bring something slightly different to the table. So has a unique purpose. Um, so like I have a dry fit tank top, but I also have sev- a couple of cotton tank tops. And I also have a couple of t shirts. Like everything is just slightly different. Even though it, it looks about the same, it all serves a slightly different purpose. Like if I want to go hiking, but then w- the another day I want to do some active stuff and then go do some city stuff. So maybe I, you know, I, I just have every, every situation I can think of, I have a different clothing item for that situation um, because every situation calls for a slightly different attire. So now I'm just going to run through quickly my actual list so you can take notes if you are interested. I'm taking Um, notes. So for my three and a half month trip, my clothes include two dry fit active tank tops, two cotton tank tops, one dry fit t-shirt, one cotton t-shirt, one lightweight button up short sleeve uh, white shirt, one denim chambray shirt, one cardigan One long sleeve, dry fit traveler sort of button up shirt. My bottoms include one pair of linen shorts, one pair of hiking shorts, one pair of dry fit joggers, one pair of sturdy dry fit hiking pants, one pair of black leggings. Now, since we're going to Africa in the winter, it will it could be a little bit chilly in the mornings so we are bringing some warm layers like a thin fleece lined jacket a rain jacket a thin pair of gloves a beanie and i also have a lightweight scarf that can also serve as a blanket for the plane or it can serve as a swimsuit cover-up or it can serve even as a like a makeshift towel (laughs) um Then my shoes include one pair of low day hiking shoes, one pair of Teva sandals, black, and one pair of brown strappy sandals. And as far as accessories go, I have sunglasses, a sun hat, one basic black swimsuit, that large scarf I talked about, a a smaller bandana that's kind of just a cute accessory. My Kalo travel wedding ring. And that's it. Did I cover everything? I think I got everything. I don't really bring jewelry, um, so don't forget jewelry if you are interested in that. But I think I got most of the things that people would need.
1: Your eyes, Plus are, undergarments. your eyes are the jewels of your face.
0: Plus undergarments, of course. So I'll be bringing sports bras, a couple, one or two regular thin bras, um, plenty of underwear, and socks. And that's about it. Cole?
1: TBD. (laughs) No, uh, I did, like I mentioned, looked at uh, the stuff I'm probably going to bring, laid everything, all the possibilities out on the bed, and Elizabeth uh, uh, chimed in with her opinions, which was helpful. And um, now I just have to pick up a few things, meaning look up the prices on Amazon first, Check a Goodwill to see if I can get any good substitutes, and look through Walmart before um, getting off Amazon. Probably, <laughs>
0: um,
1: if you are you know more responsible and shop locally like we do, or something like that, or like like we don't, um, I don't. Yeah, you can you can do that, and you don't have to um, funnel money into the discount (laughs) mass retailers so anyway that's all i have to say
0: (laughs) you'll be bringing no what are what are some of your staples with clothing you have your um go-to hiking pants that zip off into shorts as dorky as those seem they're really really helpful for men to have um especially on a trip like ours where you'll be using short some some days will start out really cold in africa and get warmer throughout the day so like zip those convertible pants are perfect um you have you'll have a a few pairs of quick dry shorts that are neutral like khakis and maybe a light gray pair um, you'll have some quick dry t-shirts that are very basic that can be dressed up and down you'll have a few cotton t-shirts you'll have a, a denim chambray kind of like mine that's really versatile what,
1: the, what is a chambray <laughs>
0: it's like a denim long sleeve shirt
1: what i'm do I have one of those?
0: Yeah, I made you put it in your stack.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm packing my chambray. Okay, I think they've had enough of my list, though.
0: Okay. So let's move on to toiletries. We have a couple of tips for packing toiletries. Um, the biggest one that my go-to rule is that if something can be transferred into a smaller container, do it. Buy the full version, transfer it into a smaller leak-proof container so that's stuff that's basically liquids like shampoo and conditioner body wash moisturizer all of that kind of stuff can be transferred but if it can't Your bronzer like deodorant or a toothbrush or something like that just it helps to buy the the travel sized version to save space um but you don't need to buy the travel sized version of everything i'm kind of anti that just because it's it's way more expensive than just buying the full version and transferring it Plus, better for the environment.
1: Also, a lesson we've learned the hard way is make sure those uh, containers that you buy to put stuff into are actually more quality than you think you need. Because the first time we got stuff from Walmart, and uh, they were just really cheap. And their tops broke all the time. They leaked a bit. Uh, you don't want that, especially yeah. when you're ha- packing so, so light and you need every piece of clothing you have.
0: Yes. So, so take,
1: take uh, it, as you're packing these things in together, make sure you're uh, compartmentalizing a bit when you can, keeping all of this uh, stuff that could explode, obviously, in its own um, separate spots.
0: Yes. So toiletry list includes um, those leak-proof silicone travel containers that we just talked about, a clear plastic toiletry bag, which I don't remember where I got it from, but I picked it up along the way somewhere. Sometimes the containers, if you buy them like from Amazon in a set, they'll come with a clear plastic bag, which is TSA friendly and also easy to just see what you've got. Um, Bringing my own but then I'll refill probably with hotel stuff along the way. I'm bringing my own shampoo conditioner, um, dry shampoo, and also just a little bit of this leave in conditioner that I really like. Um, just because my hair gets a little gross and dried out with too much traveling. Um, so it's good for just longer conditioning. Also like a small fold up travel brush with a tiny mirror on it. Um, hair, extra hair ties and bobby pins. So that's hair. The hair category the body category includes deodorant for both of us uh, body wash that we will share sunscreen that we will share body lotion that we will share and for each of us we have a solid perfume and a solid cologne stick that look like chapstick and they're really good for traveling um, we got those from a company called sage hollow supply co and they have national park themed perfume, and um, cologne, and things like candles, and a bunch of cool products, um, so you can check them out. Also, two containers of bug spray. We'll probably buy a little bit more before we actually set off on our safari. And then small hand sanitizer, two small disposable razors, and a small pack of flushable wipes, which are good for refreshing, like after the plane, and just Having on hand in case you're gross and sweaty.
1: Does all that stuff you listed you're gonna share mean you're not sharing your dry shampoo?
0: I will not share my dry shampoo.
1: <laughs> I guess I'll just be able to get it anyway because you always spray it halfway across the room <laughs> and I get all the overspray. I
0: guess you'll have your own. And you'll, suffocate. You'll also have your own shampoo conditioner combo. And I figured you'll mostly use hotel stuff anyway. Sound you good? You know me? Okay, so for our teeth, we have two travel toothbrushes. We have a small uh, toothpaste and a small floss. Basics. And for um, for face category <laughs> includes um, this tinted chapstick that I have that kind of serves as like a lipstick, but it's very moisturizing, um, a tinted moisturizer, like a it's more like a CC cream with SPF that I use every day. That's Aveeno brand and a, uh, regular mascara small concealer stick and a and that's it oh and a sorry an eyeliner pencil um that also has like a little it has a, a, a sharpener on it that can also sharpen regular pencils which is a fun fun little tip um for if you're bringing a small notebook which we are also bringing so that's my very minimalist makeup um kit for traveling
1: also, if you forget a toothbrush, I saw that you can just pick up a nice fibrous stick and give your teeth a little scrub. I learned that from Survivor last episode, so I'm doing that on there.
0: It's not necessarily a tip that is real. It's a pro tip. It's not it's <laughs> an anti-pro tip. It's a desperation tip. Did I miss any um, men stuff that I need to mention? No, we this, um, that doesn't sound very minimal, but it really does. It all fits into a container that's maybe like seven inches by five inches and maybe like two inches deep. So it, it does fit into a very compact um, toiletries bag. So now our trip is kind of specific as far as miscellaneous supplies go because we are camping all through Africa, um, so you can ignore some of the things on this list for most trips, um, but our list includes two sleeping bags that are very compact, two small pillows that are also very compact, one headlamp, and two sets of eating utensils including two bowls, two sporks, and two cups, and also um, a small thing of concentrated travel laundry detergent a wrinkle release spray which also serves to kind of refresh refresh your clothing if it's smelly and a very thin lightweight laundry bag a travel towel I will bring a hair straightener that also you know kind of curls my hair earplugs
1: travel size right it's not one of those large ones
0: it's a regular sized straightener really yes I do, I, I don't like my travel one very much. It doesn't really work. So I think I'm going to bring my full size hair straightener. Interesting. We also like to have earplugs for planes and buses, especially overnight buses. It's really, really helpful to have earplugs.
1: And I mean, if you're staying in any type of hostel or even a hotel, you never know what the conditions are, who's going to be next door, mm-hmm. how thin the walls are. So that's something easy to overlook. But uh, it can make a big difference.
0: Definitely. And uh, going back to the our travel towel, it's it's like the best thing ever. It's, you know, it's about the size of maybe my forearm-ish. She's got um, a small forearm. <laughs> it's very, very compact, very small, but it's a full-size travel. It's a full-size towel. So that's really good for um, also, you know, if you're going to a hostel or a place where you, they might not provide towels also, going to the beach, um, it's good for just all situations. If you need even an extra blanket, some it, on the, on a bus or a plane, it can serve as that too. So very, very helpful to have a small, um, super absorbent towel.
1: Word. So okay, I'm gonna rapid fire through our small first aid kit: uh, iodine tablets for emergency water purification, a tiny keychain flashlight. A variety of band-aids, gauze, antibacterial wipes, tweezers—actually, uh, pretty important. Uh, medicine for pain, allergies, flu, stomach issues, anti-diarrheals, and rehydrating salts. Uh, again, you don't need a bunch of either of those, but you can take you know a few into and put them in smaller baggies, and um, just you know, make sure you have uh, enough that you might that you're covered malaria medication that'll be a big one for when we're in africa uh, and i think we'll have to get like 75 pills because we got to get one a day yeah. Each. yeah yeah
0: 150 so we'll have 150 malaria pills um which could take up more space than we are prepared for but we'll see a uh,
1: bit of medical tape a small sewing kit you know it's really inconvenient if some of your buttons pop off uh, you can fix that so
0: literally just needle and thread that's all we're bringing (laughs) in our sewing kit just emergency stuff we've never used it before and then also um, any vitamins that you might need and that's our tiny little it it ends up being very tiny like can fit in the palm of my hand small first aid kit plus the malaria medication that we need specifically for africa we also always carry some extra plastic bags, gallon-sized and quart-sized, always come in handy. Um, whether we're like shoving our swimsuit in there so it doesn't get everything else wet, um, or just using it for whatever, for transferring our toiletries if our bag breaks or something like that. Very handy. easy,
1: yeah, easy to overlook. Um, then also a some type of lock. You know, I have a little lock that's maybe as big as. Uh, my nose, and I have a small <laughs> nose. <laughs> so, Such
0: a fun measuring comparison. Yeah, okay. we
1: just look around at the things in front of us because we have no imagination.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Uh,
1: so, yeah, you need to make sure your stuff's secure because it might not be in front of you or in your field of vision when you're uh, on a bus or at the train station or I mean, in a hostel. Yeah,
0: yeah, we would never lock it in, in our in a train station i don't know what that means well like lock the
1: i'm i'm thinking lock the zippers lock the zippers together not necessarily in a locker i think mostly you would lock zippers so yeah
0: we need ours specifically for our overland tour because on the truck that we're all staying on we all have like our own individual locker so that's what ours is for cool we're also bringing finally a small notebook like we talked about earlier um, with a couple of pencils to kind of take notes and also have that important information handy. That wraps up our supplies. So last category we are talking about is technology. And with technology, we are pretty minimalist. We are not professional photographers by any means. We are not bringing any kind of work equipment like a laptop if you're, you know, if you're going on an extended trip where you are also working abroad. You would need a whole other set of things um, so our list is, is pretty minimal but it, it's really good compact travel technology equipment so without further ado first with our camera equipment we recently got a Sony Alpha a 6000 mirrorless camera which is a more compact good high quality camera with a zoom lens um, it we also have a small neoprene protective case with that Um, Of course, charger, extra battery, extra memory cards, an adapter for SD cards to iPhone so we can dump pictures along the way, and a flexible Joby tripod, which is really good for just putting up anywhere and, you know, wrapping around a tree branch or a balcony railing or, you know, anything in, put it in a lot of different situations and we have a, yeah, an adapter. And
1: the that it's not that big. It's about the size from my <laughs> sternum to the top of my head. So it's, it's not that
0: big. I don't know that's it's way smaller than that. No,
1: I'd say it's about that big.
0: It's like the size of a
1: and I have a small thing. It's about to the size top of, of my, head. my
0: forearm. <laughs> which is really way more helpful. That's about the size. That I'm... Okay.
1: Anyway. To, we'll debate that offline. Uh, we uh, also
0: have an adapter for our iPhone to be hooked up to it, um, so which is yeah, helpful for like time lapse videos.
1: Yeah, we also have a Verb Action camera. Uh, Garmin. Yeah, yeah, a Garmin Verb Action camera. The charger for that. The selfie stick for that. Kindle, Kindle Paperwhite and charger. Uh, our iPhones and chargers two extra battery packs, two universal plug converters, and one USB splitter for when we only have that one outlet. We can get both um, earbuds, of course. And yeah, that's, that's a lot of stuff in a row, but uh, I'm, I might bring my, well, I will bring my Garmin um, Phoenix watch.
0: Yeah, and I'll have my Garmin um, Vivoactive watch. That we both, full disclosure, receive these from Garmin during our national parks trip, um, but they're super good quality and always we we always like to see how many steps we've taken. So our like our max is we got to fifty thousand steps one day when we climbed um, Volcán Barú in in Panama, starting at midnight. So we had like a million. I mean, so it was such a long hiking day because it started right when you know our hike started at midnight and went all throughout the day so
1: we literally didn't get back until 2 f- 4 p.m. or so
0: mhm
1: yeah uh that was long
0: but um <laughs> fun to fun to watch and also you know you're fun to track on our watches
1: yeah this um, the thing you do have to consider though you know i considered whether i wanted to leave my watch behind partly because it also entails the charger. You know, a lot of these devices have specialized chargers you have to bring, and all of that adds up in the space, uh, and is kind of inconvenient to dig through all those cords and things. But uh, yeah, if you just make sure it's worth it, you know, I'm going to use it every day on my wrist. So to me, it'll be worth it. Yeah. Um, well, and I- yours
0: specifically, the Phoenix Three has GPS tracking. So if we are worried about hiking in a different country and like uncomfortable with making sure we get back. We can always track our, our route on GPS and just work our way back based on that. So that it just adds another layer of um, comfort to, to, the, to some foreign trips.
1: Yep. It will be our longest international trip by far. I think the longest we've been out before this is three weeks. So it's going to be strange to not have a computer, for me at least, Mm -hmm. because we had our computer all during our 59 National Parks trip because we were blogging along the way and things. But this time we're just going to have our iPhones and actually going to get a keyboard that attaches to those iPhones. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention that. Yeah, so getting that um, off Amazon and... A
0: foldable, portable keyboard so that we can type out some of our notes about what we're doing every day and also if we need to get some work done just use our phones for that work.
1: Right. I think it'll be really it'll be interesting to see how it goes, but I'm optimistic. Yeah. I'm also really optimistic about our camera because this will be its first big test and before this we had a DSLR that was kind of a uh, very uh, much older model, but it was also just so big. Uh, That we never liked hiking with it and this new smaller uh, Mirrorless camera, which is kind of the trend nowadays is I think gonna be a lot better because we'll actually use it
0: Definitely What do they say about cameras? The best one is the one you have with you Right,
1: that's right. Yep. Oh, and we didn't talk about my drone
0: We did not that's a big TBD, right?
1: Yes. We're still
0: deciding whether or not it's worth it to bring our drone for photography.
1: Right, because we're going to be in all of these amazing mountain and park areas in Europe. And then, of course, all of this crazy stuff in Africa, mostly, again, in park and wilderness areas. And I just need to do a lot of research into regulations to see if... um, The places let me use it but also the airlines let me travel with it because Mm -hmm. a lot of them have really weird things when you're trying to carry a battery or something like that and the countries also have weird regulations like you have to get a permit for something like a drone that goes up in the air and it's a big hassle but i tell you what on our Panama trip when I was able to get out there and we used it to get shots of our overwater bungalow, uh, which was in the middle of all of these mangrove islands. It was my favorite, by far, like the best pictures we took on that trip, in my opinion. And It is so cool to see it from that aerial angle.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a tough choice. It is also going to take up a lot of space. So that's a consideration too,
1: Yeah.
0: Um, as with everything on our list. Everything takes up space. So if we can cut stuff, we still might be as we are actually packing it and putting it all together. This is our list. We leave in about, like we said, seven days. Um, so we're still tweaking it slightly. And we'll definitely um, update the list later on our blog post um, after the trip with maybe things we wish we would have had or things that we, for sure, Uh, appreciated having
1: yeah the drone is about the size of my shoe
0: (laughs) okay good to know i'm sure everybody was worried. it's definitely bigger than my block feet shoes (laughs) right that's right yeah so thank you so much for checking us out today we'll be back soon with more inspiration either national parks or otherwise
1: That's right. And if you enjoyed the podcast, we'd love for you to share us with a friend, give us a rating on iTunes or SoundCloud, or find us on social media. And you can always get additional national parks videos, posts, guides, and more on our blog at switchbackkids.com with our new Alaska ebook coming out very soon. So stay tuned. We will do some posting about that and also a other podcast episode focused just on those alaska national parks because we have learned and reviewed a lot as we're going through all the tips and tricks to share with you guys in our ebook so get excited and oh, yeah. until then switch switchbacks out.
0: out and everything gets really wrinkled um so we are going to have our window is about to fall out. Yeah, you
1: should get this.